What's up, guys? I'm Alex. This is Ruben, and we are reaching for the Bible. Today, we have a special guest. Her name is Savannah. Hello. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. I am Savannah Palacios, uh, sister to Alex and a friend to the rest of the boys here. Um, I've just had the honor of knowing them and uh, doing life with them. I believed in Christ when I was like in first grade and I've been following him ever since. And I'm leading also the young adults ministry at our church. So I get to see these cool kids a lot. (laughs) That's true. So today we are talking about our spiritual gifts given to us by Jesus Christ and empowered through the Holy Spirit. So, Savannah, I want to ask you the first question. What is a spiritual gift? Well, a spiritual gift is a supernatural gift from God that he places in us so that we can partner with him, with the Holy Spirit, um, to grow up the body of Christ and encourage each other. Amen. Yep, that's right. Uh, Reuben, what about you? Spiritual gifts are gifts that the Holy Spirit gives to us so we can profit others as to example of healing, prophesying, and speaking in different tongues. Um, there's like certain chapters and um, verses that you can find them in, as in 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 11, Romans 12, 3 through 8, and Ephesians 4, 11 and 4, through 14. That's good. You guys know how many gifts there are? True gifts? There's a lot of them mentioned in the Bible. There's a, I don't remember the number. Yeah, I have a list of them written right here. Uh, um, let's hear it. Yeah, I have them grouped into three different groupings. Um, motivational gifts, which are like kind of go along with your personality okay. and who you are, who God made is, has made you to be. Uh, manifestation gifts, which are the Holy Spirit manifesting through you, you being a vessel, purely Holy Spirit. Um, and then ministry gifts. So those are... Motivational administration, ad- encouragement, giving, helps, mercy, prophecy, teaching, manifestation gifts, discernment, faith, healing, interpretation, knowledge, miracles, tongues, and wisdom, and then ministry gifts, apostleship, evangelism, and shepherding. That's a lot of gifts. Okay, so before we started this podcast, we each took a test. There are tests you can find online to see what you are uh, better at, what your gifts could be, um, because we each get certain gifts given to us by the Holy Spirit. And uh, I just want to know what gifts you got, Ruben. So this test took a while. (laughs) I took it. Yeah, I took it yesterday and I finished it today, um, this morning. (laughs) But um, the gifts I got was shepherding, faith, teaching, and encouragement. And um, I think it kind of suits me. How, what I'm doing right now, especially in this season, because I remember I took it a few months back and it was completely different to what I have now. So I, it it changes That's between true. times. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, uh, what about what about you, Sven? Yeah, I took it um in 2018, the last time. Wow, I didn't realize that until I like looked at this paper. Um, I had gotten encouragement and administration, which. I agree with for motivational gifts and then um, faith for manifestation and shepherding for ministry. That's good. I I can definitely see the shepherding part because with the young adults and with different like high schoolers that I'm always around and uh, encouraging and and speaking into kind of caring for their spiritual life. Yeah. 
I would say the same with middle school, <laughs> the middle school ministry, and I guess being around again the high schoolers and the youth. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can definitely see that. And she said she's my sister. I could definitely see her leading everybody. You know, telling us what to do. You know. <laughs> Hey, this is wrong. You got to go to bed. It's too late for you and you know, all that. Uh, I took the test about eight, ten months ago, eight to ten months ago, and I got giving. Uh, I got giving. Um, I got giving and evangelism. I forgot what the other one was. I, I forgot to check. But uh, yeah, I can definitely see myself uh, being an evangelist. You know, going out, telling people I'm really, you know, outgoing. I don't really care. You know, go talk to somebody. Hey, you know, what's up? You know, it doesn't really matter who it is or anything. But, um, and I have been getting better at that, evangelizing people. I've been telling people at work. Um, I work construction. So, uh, just go up to somebody that you're working with. Hey, man, you know Jesus? You know, what you know about that? And if they say his name in vain or whatever, Jesus Christ, you know. You go up to him, hey, you know who that is? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've been getting better at it, and it does take practice, you know, but I do know that um, one of my giftings is evangelism and giving also. I like to uh, I like to give money away for my time or stuff like that. I like, to, I like to volunteer you out. Yeah, exactly. I can definitely see that in you. Yeah. All right. We're going to go to the next question. Where are the spiritual gifts found in Scripture? So I think uh, Ruben answered that one a little bit. but Yeah, the most well-known ones. Yeah, he had already read from 1 Corinthians 12. And then we have the chapter of love in, in chapter 13. And then also in chapter 14, Paul talks about um, the spiritual gifts. And it's funny, in Corinthians, they were... They they didn't lack in spiritual gifts. They were they were going for it. Yeah. People who had freshly saved, freshly filled with the Holy Spirit, um, they were just using their spiritual gifts. And so they Paul were all had in. To, yeah, Paul had to call to order though a little bit of those things because everybody was kind of going crazy with them. But it's it's it is encouraging to know that they could just be saved, start operating in the gifts, and you know kind of stumble through it, have to be corrected a little bit. But um, it's it's super cool to know that we can also just go right into it. <laughs> they wanted to see what they could do with it. <laughs> they went right in. They had a lot of faith. Uh, where else do you have any? I had First Peter four, um, ten through eleven. He had said, "As each one has received a gift, minister it to one another, as God's steward stewards of the manifold grace of God. If anyone speaks, let him." speak as the oracles of god if anyone ministers let him do do it as with the ability which god supplies that in all things god may be glorified through jesus christ that's where i have found a couple verses from there but um yeah you know spiritual gifts is something that we should use to help others that don't even know god because they're like hey you could teach. Uh, <laughs> you could, you know. Yeah, like, what's this tongues business? What is this? What is this tongues business? <laughs> and then when people interpret, they can be like, oh, this is from God. This yep. is real. Yeah. Yeah, that, that one is found in, in 1 Corinthians 14 as well. Um, there's also a couple of them mentioned in Romans 12, I was gonna say, yeah. 6 through 8. Yeah, you want to read it? 6 through 8? Yeah, 6 yeah, through yeah. 8. Yeah, there's, uh, in his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. 
So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If if your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. I thought you were talking about the chapter. I was like, "What? Oh no, Romans 12. Yeah, but that was that was exactly I mean, what the I was entire saying. chapter is good. Yeah, I mean, the whole the whole the whole Bible is pretty good. I'm, I'm just saying. That's that's true. Uh, and then Ephesians four eleven through thirteen lists out the ministry gifts, and I don't have that. Do you want to do you want to turn to that, Alex? I can turn. Ephesians four eleven. Grace, you guys. Yeah, go, Sword Jill. <laughs> Ephesians what? 411. I got it. Now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. Is that it? What, what was that? Yep. Those are the ministry gifts. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah, 11 through 13. Gotcha. Shows it. Yeah. Yeah, so those are the ministry gifts that God gives to the church to minister to people. Yes, so those are the gifts. Next question is, is it possible that there may be additional spiritual gifts that are not explicitly mentioned in Scripture? So I'm pretty sure I had down. Because this one, I I had trouble. I really didn't know what I was looking for. But um, I had um, examples. Intercession, deliverance, and interpretation. I had those three, but I wasn't really sure. <laughs> but um, well, interpretation of tongues is is in the Bible, like yeah. it it is. So, so that's that's not what the question. <laughs> not really answering the question. Yeah. Well, I mean, I said, what was that yeah, first one? It, the uh, deliverance. Um, intercession and then del- deliverance. deliverance. Oh, interse- intercession. Intercession. Uh, intercession yeah okay okay yeah deliverance uh what do you mean by deliverance like as someone being delivered from you know a sin or a stronghold that they've been you know tied down tied down to for years so that's what i was saying deliverance sin and the temptation that's been getting yeah the stronghold yeah. Yeah. No, I see. Yeah, and some people do have like deliverance ministries, but I feel like that falls in line with some of the other spiritual gifts, like um, discernment of spirits. So they can discern what is there. They can see the truth of the situation. They can see if there's any like um, demonic influences on the person, um, and then um, also word of words of knowledge and words of wisdom, like knowing what what is there without like prior like meditation on it like they don't know what's there but god is telling them what is there yeah um and then also word of wisdom like what to do about it how to go about dealing with it okay um yeah. so yeah and and you know how to call that thing off of that person yeah we're, uh word of wisdom is one that i would think and healing i feel like healing would really be one that goes with deliverance because a lot of the times the deliverance that you need comes from a burden that you have that is taken away from you. It's hurting you. 
usually, you know, causing you to sin and sin or when you sin, it hurts you. It helps like for one, since we're talking about spiritual gifts, it hinders you from using your spiritual gifts more effectively when you're sinning and stuff. So it does hurt you. And I feel like that would go a lot with healing and words of wisdom to get over it. Um, Yeah. And I I think some of them, like a lot of these spiritual gifts are sometimes very connected to each other. So like, you're not just operating in one of them, you're operating in a couple of them. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What was the other ones you said? There was that one. Deliverance interpretation but she said interpretation it's that you can find throughout the bible um, it was a question i wanted to ask you samantha since you kind of brought it up sure i think when i was looking for one of the questions i was saying that when you get converted you receive one gift and you could get additionals while you go throughout your faith is that kind of something that was like kind of accurate accurate yeah i was i was actually looking this up while no, I was inside. Um, that Paul is urging the Corinthians to desire spiritual gifts, like desire the higher spiritual gifts as well. Which I was like, higher spiritual gifts, like that. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. aren't they like kind of equal? But like he's saying that there's higher spiritual yeah. gifts, and like to desire prophecy, and as you have these desires for them, um, taking them to God and and like asking Him to you know, operate through you in these gifts. So And lead you to yeah. have better faith and stronger, you know, powers and stronger spiritual power. Right. So, uh, yeah. And, I mean, as you, um, you know, desire those spiritual gifts and desire more of God, he's going to give it to you. Like, he's going to give you the knowledge that you need to back it up, the people in your life that can teach you certain things about the word of God and um, like how to operate in these different spiritual gifts. Seek and you will find it. Yeah, so that goes with wisdom and then that goes with faith. You need to believe that you can do it and then you need to have wisdom to learn how to do it, learn how to, you know, get to where you need to be. Yeah. Yeah, and that desire, the word desire that he used is like with zeal, like, towards god with like a passion towards god desire zealously these spiritual gifts so i thought that was cool too i actually have a small story it's kind of off topic but i was really thinking about it this week um a couple weeks ago not weeks a couple months ago uh i was in this shed there was nothing in it so it was really it was just it was plain uh the walls weren't even painted yet but uh i was in here praying and i had a word from god and I had asked him, because I was praying for about an hour, and then I was like, Jesus, why don't you, like, come visit me? I won't tell anyone you came to me and visited me. Like, I, I think that's, like, I, the same trend of going on with TikTok in, right now. In my, head, <laughs> in, in my head, like, I was thinking, like, oh, like, that's why he doesn't visit me, so people won't know or something. I don't know why or, like, what the process that was right there, but I said, uh, I said, I'm on my own. Why doesn't God just visit me? This is me thinking to myself. And I was like, God, can you show me a little more of yourself? And he said, I'm showing you as much as you're looking for me. And that it was clear as day. And I was like, wow, that's that's really crazy. So ever and ever since then, I try I've been trying to look more at him, more at him. Just like, you know, when I used to play sports, football. If I wanted to get better, I'd practice more and more and more. If I wanted to get stronger, I have to lift more and more and more. 
if you want to find Jesus, you have to seek him more and more and more. Yeah, and, and practice these things that you're learning. Yeah. And that's that's what we kind of related to the last um podcast we just did. I was like, as I was starting to come back to the church, it was more easier the more deeper I was getting into my word, the more deeper I was getting in prayer and spending more time with him. You could literally see him moving in your life in ways you're like, that was God right there. That was- yeah. <laughs> yeah, you recognize it more. So, That's- yeah. And it took time also with, you know, this um, finding his voice. Because, you know, sometimes you got your thoughts, you got saying in your ear, but then you have God in your ear. And it was like, the more time you spend, you you know that's, oh, that yeah, that's God talking to me. Yeah, more easily recognizable. Yeah. Because yeah. it is hard to differentiate God's voice from the other voices in your head, your own voice, you know, the evil one, you know, but once you get good at it, it's clear as day sometimes, you know, it's, it's very easy. Uh, do you guys have any other questions about that one? Um, no. Good. All right. The next question is, it is, is it important that we pray for and pursue spiritual gifts? So we kind of answered this. Yeah, Savannah kind of just answered it. But I also want to add a little bit more to that. Um, hold on, where is it? <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll tag on. So, okay, go um, ahead. I said yes because, you know, it's something that God wants us to have. And um, in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 11, Paul says, We are empowered by one and the same spirit who apportions to each one each one of us individually as he wills at the same time though god's sovereignty in dis- distributing these gifts does not undermine us to pursue these gifts and desire them and pray for them so i want to say like you should you should be pursuing these because god wants to give them to you so you could help the kingdom out so you could go out and help people that probably never heard his word or people that are sick so i would say yes to that to that question yeah and like you don't have to you don't have to pursue god at all you don't have to pursue spiritual gifts but how far with god do you want to go do you want to go as far as you can yeah do you want more of jesus do you want to see him show up in your life in a greater way like that's the reason why we pursue these things we pursue god so that we can go further and farther you know with with the lord and um, get to know him better and get to impact people's lives better because we want to take as many people with us and um, we also don't want to feel alone in this. <laughs> Trust me, he's going to move you. He's going to move you. He's, even when you think that, oh, yeah, I got these gifts, but I don't really know what to do with them, uh, this and that. He's like, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you what you could do. And then next thing you know, he's already moving you in places that you thought you weren't going to be at or talking to people that you thought you never were going to talk to. So, yeah, I think, you know, continue pursuing it. If you think you don't have it, you have it. You just yeah. probably need to yeah, figure out what true. it is. Yeah. And and the other fact of the matter is that we as members of one body need each other. That's we true. don't we need you to figure out who you are in Christ. We need you to figure out what your spiritual gifts are, because you have a part that we don't have. We have a part that you don't have. And we all help each other and grow Amen. each other. Yes. Pressure's on. <laughs> and I also, I also wanted to say um, in the a lot of people now that are in the church but aren't very much in the church like they're they go there on Sundays and Wednesdays but then you know the rest of the week they're out doing their own thing what they want to do and everything like that and a lot of those people don't understand that 
the gifts of the spirit are for today. They are still going on. There are still yeah. people getting healed, like people getting healed of cancer. I know a lot of people have have heard of stories about people getting healed of healed of cancer and you know sometimes they don't believe it because they didn't see it or something like how could you make that up there's there's i can't believe you know there's still doctors that believe like like there's no healing even after like they've seen it like uh i know there was one story uh, never mind but um but uh yeah, no, they are for today. I just wanted to. I mean, to add it. to that, it, it goes to to point of they think they're they're nothing to the church. They think, oh, since they, I'm not really important to church, I could miss a couple of days. I could go do my own thing. They're not gonna really notice, but in reality, people notice. It's like where where's such and such? Where's this and this? And like, yeah. and it's not even just a physical thing. It's also a spiritual thing. Yeah. we're connected. Yeah, we're all on the same team. And some people ain't playing their part. <laughs> They're letting us down. But but you know, everybody should do their part and should, you know, try to grow deeper and seek Jesus more. Yep. The more they seek Jesus, the more they're going to get out of it. Yeah. And it's not it's not so anything to condemn people over. It's something that should be encouraging because we do need you. And plus, wouldn't it be cool? to go up to somebody and heal a broken leg just like that. Like, that would be amazing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Some people don't see it like that, but, um, yeah, there are spiritual gifts, and they are cool. It's yeah. Cool spiritual gifts. Speaking in tongues, interpreting tongues, they're very, you know, they're cool. You know, why wouldn't you want them? Yeah. Um, Do you have anything else to add to that, or? Uh, I, we should just pursue it. I mean, Paul has said it, like, three times in this in this passage. Earnestly desire the best gifts. And then in uh, chapter 14, he says it again, like, pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. I'll say one thing. I'll say if you that gift that you're praying for or pursuing, if you don't get it the first time, it's probably because God's like, OK, I, I, I'm going to give it to you, but not not right now, not at this season, not at this moment, maybe in a later time. But don't be discouraged to like I'm praying for this one gift and God's not listening to me. He's not giving it to me. He's going to give it to you. It's just right now, you, you don't need it. Right now, you don't need it. At this moment in season, you don't need it. Yeah, and maybe you need to shift your focus to what God is doing right here, right now. Like, where does God need you to be right here, right yeah. now? Yeah. Um, focus on God and, and listen to him. Listen for him. And he's going to show you what needs to happen. <laughs> yeah, he definitely, he's definitely going to show you. <laughs> if not now, soon. <laughs> can your spiritual gifts change with time we kind of i think ruben we, hit on this at the beginning yeah we've been we've been hopping around i kind of <laughs> answered that yeah it can change depending again on your on your season um yeah for me my gifts were completely different to what i took months ago compared to now so i was that's they change <laughs> yeah and the manifestation gifts in you like the holy the holy spirit using you as a conduit to um touch other people's lives you're just the vessel the holy spirit is flowing through you to do these things like miraculous healings or giving words of prophecy or speaking in tongues to the congregation which is different than speaking in your own prayer language in in private this yeah is like when i took to the, a congregation when i took the test i was kind of confused i was like 
Does it like I know I could speak in tongues, but I never entered the spoken to the congregation. <laughs> yes, yes, that speaking in tongues is different. When you're speaking, you're getting up in front of people, and you know this is for the congregation, this is for the body as a whole, and you speak in tongues, and then somebody always has to give an interpretation when it's to the entire body. Um, so where was I? All of those things, um, people can operate in them when the Holy Spirit needs them to because they're not dependent on a person. They're dependent on our connection to the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. um, and how sensitive we are to, to what the Holy Spirit is doing. So if you've never like interpreted a tongue and somebody starts speaking in tongues to the congregation, you can be like, God, if I'm supposed to interpret this, let me interpret it. Then just speak to the Holy Spirit. So, so you say, um, so like, I know in one of the questions in the test, it was like, um, did you ever have like that urge, like that urge, like, to go communicate it, but you don't do it because you're kind of not really sure if, if you if you should or not. Is that something that so, that some people should look out for, or like they shouldn't be discouraged? Like, oh, I didn't do what what I was feeling. Like, I don't know if I'm explaining it right. Yeah, I like you, I know what you're saying. The discouragement because of that. Um, like more of like so like okay. Or you is see, that is you it the showing of that you have that you're gonna operate in the spiritual gift? Like the Holy Spirit is asking you to operate in the spiritual gift because you felt that way. I'll yeah. say 50-50 because yeah. it goes to more like, say like you do see someone up in stage speaking in tongues and there's probably like an ur urge, like you want to go up there and translate or go tell people what it is, but you're just like, mm, I don't know, you're not really sure. To me. So I was like trying to add like, is, is, that, he, is that something that is normal? To, because maybe some people felt that and they're like, I don't know if this is, uh, you know, the spirit moving or just... Feelings or yeah. emotions type thing. It's, it's between like your confidence, like am I confident enough to go up there and then there's one, uh, is it actually me or yeah. am I just making this up in my head? Yeah. And then. Because there have been times I'm like, so someone talk, speaks in tongue, I'm just like, mm, but I really don't know what they're saying, but there's an urge like to go up there was like, no, that's, I'm just going to say Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, can, it can be kind of nerve wracking, which is nice to have friends who you are comfortable with in the body of Christ who mm -hmm. also operate in these gifts where you guys can do it together and kind of like practice, not to be like practicing, like, oh, we're making this up on our own. No, like, Lord, what do you want to speak to us? Like, we want we want to operate in these gifts. We want to become better in these gifts. Lord, what do you want to say? And so I've done this with people where we would give each other, like we would just pray for a word for someone else or um, we prayed for a word that we could draw and we gave them to each other. Um, where we were just operating in like prophecy, prophetic drawing, and we would just give it to each other. That's kind of like what uh what KB did, um, or what KB did. What he he's telling a story the first week we did on episode one, but uh, yeah, that's kind of just like the same thing. They wrote something down on a piece of paper about somebody, and like the Holy Spirit would tell them like, oh, this person has something to pray for. Like, go pray for that person. Then they would go over them, tell them, and they'd be like, oh my gosh, that's correct. Yeah, and the Lord often gives you baby steps. He doesn't just go like, oh, you know, go out there and speak to the yeah, entire congregation. Go out there, my child. No. <laughs> I, I wouldn't put it past God to have done that before, but, you know, <laughs> God knows you. God knows where you are. And he is going to give you steps to work up to that if you're asking for it and looking out for him. Like the first time that I, because I've given words in front of our congregation, um, 
and but first it was just like in the healing class that we go that we've gone to mm -hmm. um on sunday mornings where it's just like a smaller group but we are you know looking for jesus we are seeking god and very connected yeah. yeah and anybody connected. everybody's free to like say what the holy spirit is speaking to them um even if it's wrong like we're we are free to even make mistakes and be like i don't know if this is god but maybe somebody needs to hear this um so we're free to make mistakes we're free to practice and that's when i first got like the holy spirit urged me to say something and at, at first it was like the simplest things and i thought in my head i was like that's so stupid nobody needs to know it. like like literally he told me to say um proverbs 3 5 and 6 you know trust in the lord with all your heart lean on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths um like he told me to stand up and give that to people and there was there was tons of people coming up to me like oh that really blessed me i was like that was, that was like i almost didn't say it because because it was something so small and like yeah trusting god yeah and i'm sort of saying like the first time like the, the very first time you do it you're probably gonna be like listen i don't know if this is true but this this and that this is what god told me you know yeah it's usually the first how it starts and it's totally okay to give a disclaimer say i don't know if this was just me or if this was god but if it touches your heart like that, that is let God. It's God. <laughs> yeah, let me know. Um, and then give them that word that you feel like the Lord is telling them. Um, and, you know, people are able to take it or leave it. Mm -hmm. Like, we are not Old Testament prophets where, thus says the Lord, like, this is authority. Like, we are our New Testament operating in the gift of prophecy, just speaking what God is putting on our hearts for other people. And the Bible also says that. The prophecy is subject to the prophet. So we are using like human words, human terms to give them a little piece of what God is saying to us. And we can decide to do it or not. Like it's not something that just like uh, shoots out of us. Yeah. Um, it's something that we have the opportunity to speak out or not. Yeah. And at the beginning when you're like, oh, well, I don't know if this is right, but I'm going to say it anyways. And then the feedback that you got um, that really shows that it was God right. that did it. And if you don't, take a leap of faith uh, and figure that out and be like, listen, I don't know if this is right, but this, this, and that. If you never say this, this, and that, you know, uh, you're never going to find out if it was right or not. You know, you have to take a little step of faith and God will make the steps very little depending on how much you can take. Cause and God knows that God knows everyone's heart. And that's why I liked how Savannah said it. It was something small. She thought it was something small, but in, in reality, it was something big for someone else. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it touched so. their hearts. And um, like sometimes when I'm like, oh, I don't know if this is God, I don't know if this is me. Like um, afterwards, I, you know, I give the word, I be obedient. And I'm like, Lord, if it was not right, if I did not say it, I pray that you would just take out the wrong parts from all of their brains. Like just make it good because I know you can do that. And he's just looking so. down. He's like. Don't do it. Like, Lord, it's all you. It's all you. If whatever whatever you want to do through that, I just pray that everything would happen as you want it to. So take a leap of faith. That's actually this is off a little bit off topic, cause uh but when speaking in tongues, like the prayer language, not the the uh the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, but the prayer language, when I started like speaking in the prayer language, I was like, God, I don't think this is right. You know, and it just sounds just sounds strange. It doesn't sound right. I'm like, listen, okay, God, let's make a deal. If this is wrong, <laughs> shut me up. Okay, you're much stronger than me. I'm just going to keep going. And if you don't make me be quiet, 
you know, I'm going to, I'm just going to keep going. You have the power to make me quiet. So let's just make a deal. Go with that. <laughs> and so it was actually the, uh, the first time I did it was at camp a couple of years ago. And I was, it, you know, to be honest, it sounded like I was speaking Spanish because, because, uh, my dad speaks Spanish and like, I know a lot of Spanish people, I have a lot of cousins like that, but then they speak Spanish. It sounds that type of way. And I could hear myself sort of, and it was speaking Spanish. It doesn't sound like that anymore, but that was like the very first time. And I was, I would like start speaking and I would stop and I started speaking and I would stop. So it was like, kind of like him stopping me, but after a little bit, you know, I would just keep going and then it started changing. The sound started changing. You know, I just, I just said whatever came to me, uh, whatever, um, was in my mind i would be thinking just thinking of jesus this uh being in uh the presence of the holy spirit and then i would just move my mouth and it would sounds just come out you know yada 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 you know whatever but yeah now now i can i can just speak freely in in the spirit and just you know i can just pray and also i've seen a lot of um things happening that are like crazy and like the night before i was praying in the spirit and then god will tell me uh like this is what you know, your prayer needs to do. This is what you need to be. This is why you need to be praying. You're interceding for these people that need me. You know, you're, you're, you gotta, you know, pray so that these people can find me. And like, there's different things that God needs to do, but we need to intercede for our fellow, like our fellow friends, our people, the church, the unbelievers, everybody. But uh, yeah, I, I just wanted, I just wanted to say that. And um, speaking in the prayer language is very, very powerful. And I've even seen the power that it has. I've I had something similar just like that. <laughs> At first, it was just like one letter. One letter, I was like, oh, I don't know if it's that. And then I, I kind of got scared because I was like, um, I don't know if I'm doing it right. And then at the camp we went last year, YEX, that's when like I fully spoke in it. I was like, okay. And then at first, I was... Crazy thing is, I was still kind of doubtful. I was like, hmm, I don't know. Maybe it was just at the moment. I don't know. And then literally the next day when we went back to to, to <laughs> the, next, the, the next day we came back um home with church. Savannah came up to me. <laughs> He's like, Ruben, you know how to speak in tongues? And like, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I know how to speak in tongues. <laughs> and that was like the first time I spoke in tongues. I was like, okay, it was a confirmation. <laughs> yeah, because we got somebody else filled with the Holy Spirit that day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need somebody else like to come with me because I I just I, I just feel like I need somebody else there um, to to witness this. So another girl asked for the infilling of the Holy Spirit, and so you know we were both speaking in tongues, and she spoke in tongues, and it was super she cool. She and then did. after that, Reuben was like, "Yeah, that was like I spoke in tongues yesterday for the first time." I was like, and I kind of, "Yeah, I was like." Like I already know God was like, bro, this hard headed boy. <laughs> Gotta show you again. And then literally the next day, Savannah asked me if I spoke in tongues. It was like And he, he I it had to come out of my mouth because asked me. So if I said no, oh God's like, Oh, okay. I probably would have not spoken uh, yeah. the rest of the time. <laughs> but I was like, Yeah, I speak in tongues. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> yeah. You made it claim it, yeah. Yeah. See how God lined up, you're like. Right. Sometimes you just need to take those steps of faith and um, just trust God with it, even if it feels scary and feels like foreign. Because yeah. that's kind of what it is. It's kind of like a little trust fall exercise yeah. with God. It's like, 
Um, I don't really know what I'm saying. I feel a little bit foolish maybe, um, but I'm going to go ahead and do it because I feel like this is what the Lord is telling me to do. And if it's wrong, Lord, teach me otherwise. Like I'm always like, God, I just want to be humble before you. Teach me if this is not right. Like I want to know. So okay. keeping that humility. You know? I mean, yeah, it kind of added because it was like everyone during that time was speaking in tongues. Even at camp, everyone was speaking in tongues and yeah. prayers. I'm just like, hmm, wish could, I wish that could be me. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna I wanna ask the next question because we're kind of hitting it. Mm-hmm. What steps are we um, supposed to take towards finding these spiritual gifts? Not just tongues, but tongues also, uh, uh, praying in tongues, but the other spiritual gifts like healing. Like, how do we get from you know I'm praying over this person to heal and it's not working to I want to pray over this person and I know they're gonna be healed. You know, I want to know what what steps we need to take to get there. Well, there's a couple of different things that we I feel like we're talking about right now. Um, we as Christians are commanded to heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead and cast out demons. So that is something for the body of Christ as a whole. But the spiritual gift, um, the manifestation gift of healing is something that is like heightened. It's from the Holy Spirit. So it's a it's a heightened gift where. Um, I don't know. I've met people who are like, oh, yeah, I have a gift of healing for people with heart issues. So the people with the heart issues, they'll go up to them, lay their hands. They're just instantly healed. Like that kind of manifestation gift of the Holy Spirit using that person to do those kinds of healing. Yeah. I want to cut you off there. I'm sorry. But um, how did that lady like what steps did she take to get there? You know that's a great question. Oh, she, you, she did tell the you? Lord told him, told her, sorry, told her um, that that's what that's what she was supposed to do, or like she just came across so many people that she prayed for with heart issues, and they were instantly healed. Um, I personally have not like talked in depth with the people lady. who have the you know gifts of healing. Um, I yeah, I really, be super cool. I too. wanted to get someone on the set who's like that, but. Uh, since we don't actually have someone uh, that has like instant healing power there that has had experiences with that, I want to for the viewers that want to know how they can get these gifts. What are the baby more of the baby steps to getting these gifts and the very powerful gifts like the desiring the higher uh, up gifts? I mean, I think it goes to just pursuing and having faith, and God will give it to you. Um, I think it goes again to like the right time. But like the Holy Spirit distributes what thinks that it thinks that you need at that time. So, yeah, pursue God and love the word because he's going to God's going to speak to you through the word as well. Um, but as you're pursuing God, he is he is all he's going to speak to you. He's going to speak to you and he's going to give you the answers that you're searching for. Um, and also in in first Corinthians, I think it was 14. It said, like, desire love and or like pursue love and like love who's love god is love <laughs> pursue god pursue like and love your fellow believers and it's going to be out of that that you operate in these spiritual gifts because oftentimes like when i'm giving a word of prophecy to somebody i'm led to them through compassion or love like somehow they're just like illuminated in my mind i'm like god wants me to speak to that person like i feel compassion towards that person i feel love towards that person like i can I feel a drawing towards that person, and God wants me to do something. About that's this. that's a lot with my gift too, the evangelism. Um, I'm drawn to them through compassion and love, 
actually. Uh, I don't go to, to everybody and always talk to them about Jesus, but when I find an opening, it's I'm usually like, wow, you know, that person needs Jesus or something like that. But like, or like that, I can see that person's hurting. I don't know why they're just working over there. You know, I don't know. I don't see a reason to uh, go pray for him, but uh, yeah, no, a compassion really, really drives me also. So that's, that's cool that you say that. Yeah. I'm really thinking of it. Yeah, and that's something that I learned from um, Dr. Patricia Hilliard. Uh, oftentimes, we are led to a person through compassion or love, and even Jesus. Jesus is our perfect example. He was often led to them by compassion. Like, he had compassion on the masses, and he healed them. So that's that's also a starting point. And grow in love. Grow to love Jesus. Grow to um, receive God's love even in even greater ways, and um, you'll be able to impart that. Okay. So for the viewers that, that want to receive these gifts, you'd say just seek Jesus? Seek God. Seek the gifts. Ask God about it. And and also have conversations with people who have received these gifts. Like ask them how God has worked in them. Ask them to even impart these gifts to you because that's a thing that the Holy Spirit does. Yeah. I don't know if we want to get into that. But um, yeah. Ask God, seek God, ask people for their counsel and how um, God has dealt with them. That's good. I want to say, um, do you have anything to add to that? Well, not to add. I, I wanted to ask one uh, a question. So, do you do you do you think um, unbelievers have spiritual gifts? I think that, like, not not spiritual gifts as as given to us. And like told in the word of God. Um, but I do believe that some people are very like sensitive to the spiritual world. And because they're searching for something, they will latch on to the dark side of the spiritual world and through demonic power be able to do some works. But it always has a negative impact on them. There, there's always something being taken away from them. Yeah. Um, it's would, never it's never fair. <laughs> yeah. I would say unbelievers don't have the spiritual gifts from the Holy Spirit. They have the spiritual gifts from demonic forces like in in uh uh in Moses in the story of Moses, uh the three wise men for the Pharaoh, they threw down their staffs and they became snakes. They had spiritual powers and they did not believe in God. But they do have like powers from the devil, from evil evil Right, supernatural evil, evil things. Yeah. Yes, supernatural evil things. So there are supernatural gifts in the spirit, ours from the Holy Spirit, and there are supernatural gifts from Satan or his demonic forces, the uh, the demons and everybody else. Yeah, yeah. But when you're seeking God and His spiritual gifts that He provides, He's not going to give you bad gifts. Yeah. Like the Bible says, um, you know. Uh, if your child asks you for a piece of bread, would you give him a stone? Like so much, how much more will God, who's a good father, like as opposed to you guys who are evil, how much more will he give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? So know that he will always give you good gifts. <laughs> All right. And I want to say, um, I want to ask, where today can we see these gifts being used? Like they, if, if they're really, you know, if they're really real, they got to be out there somewhere. They're not, you know, I don't really see them in our church too much, like out in the open. I still know they're in our church. And uh, Pastor Grant has told stories of him going to the hospital or uh, other leaders in the church going to the hospitals and healing people from cancer and 
other things like that. But how come I never see them? You know, how come I never see those things? Where are they? Well, they should be operating in churches today. Uh, but oftentimes... You need to take a trip to healing class. Uh, yeah, take a trip to healing class. is good. Um, I'm going to go tomorrow. Oftentimes, <laughs> there are a lot of people who are in church who aren't on fire for God. They are just... They're just like they they're paying their dues and they're going there on Sunday and that's just what they do. But if you want to see them in operation, connect yourself with some people who are mature in the Lord. Um, usually they're older people, uh, especially around here. <laughs> a lot of old people. <laughs> but connect yourself with older people, ask them questions and and be intentional about connecting with them. And I think you'll see a lot more of that. If you want to go along with them to the hospital to see healings like that, you can ask them. I'm sure they're always looking oh, for volunteers. Yeah. They're, they're always to go I'm and pretty sure. I had to mission trips too. You know, mission trips. Yeah, you can see them in mission trips. I mean, I've never been in one, but mission trip. You're helping people. You're out there helping people that are in need. Yeah, a lot of times you see some crazy stuff. Uh, I want to ask a question because we're getting short on time. Um, for those people, I want to say for the people that aren't fully, you know, don't know much about it, but they want the gifts of the spirit, they can't get them too fast because, or I want to say they can't get them too fast because they might run into some problems. Like, um, they're just, that they're just not ready for. Like sometimes, uh, there are things that are good things, but they look scary to an untrained eye or someone that hasn't you know, been slowly pushed into these spiritual gifts. And I want to tell a story about that at uh, camp. The uh, This last time I went to camp, yeah. there were some people. Actually, I forgot what the pastor's name is. Do you know who that was? Oh, Benny Hinn. Benny Hinn. Yeah, Benny Hinn was there. And he, uh, the past, our pastor, youth pastor, um, had talked to us as a group, our youth group, as a group before um, we had the service. And he was like, all right, so there's going to be some things here. I'm going to give you a little bit of a rundown. You know, uh, a lot of people get slain in the spirit uh, at his at his uh, services, and a lot of things happen. You know, the Holy Spirit really works. So if you guys want to stay in the dorms, you're you're totally fine to stay in the dorms. But everyone ended up going. So, I mean, that, w- that was a good thing, you know. And as uh, uh, one thing I also want to say, when the Holy Spirit is moving, it's either the Holy Spirit or demonic forces. It, it can't be both, you know, because uh, the demonic forces can't be where the Holy Spirit is. It's one or the other. Um, but afterwards, we went to another room together, and uh, we were all praying and everything. And then so one of our kids, one of the students, had gotten filled with the Holy Spirit, and she was going around praying over people. But some people there had never – some of the youth had never uh, – seen something Being like it, this yeah, or, yeah. They, it was it was it was uh, new to them so they had not like slowly transitioned into a place where they would be able to see that thing and like be it like be calm and know it was the holy spirit and it would be um you know soothing to them and they would know it was a good thing and so they like some people ran out of the room or something and, like there was a lot of fear in the room when there shouldn't have been because you know the holy spirit was there it was the holy spirit working but uh, that was the first time I spoke in tongues. Yeah, you know, that was the same, same, same week. But uh, yeah, I wanna, I wanna, you know, say, is it good? Or I wanna ask, is it good to learn about these things first before you just jump right into it? You know, 
is it a bad thing to just jump right into it and like you know yeah i feel like i feel like it's kind of kind of in the middle because sometimes you can find your situation just being in there like sometimes yeah you could prepare for it but you never know when you're gonna be in that type of situation Mm -hmm. um i mean I guess it depends on how much you've been in the word to recognize those type of things going to happen or that type of service you're going to or some uh, type of pastor you're going to um, listen to. But I, I guess yeah. that's where it really... We all have has- preconceived notions about what church is supposed to be and like what it's supposed to look like. And sometimes those things and traditions like especially in the american church just just our traditions can get so deep rooted in us that we're expecting one thing but the holy spirit wants to show up in another way and and it causes us to react in fear when we should not be reactive but i i think especially with leaders having leaders that are grounded um in in the word and know the holy spirit um I would hope that they would be able to catch that. But, you know, in this kind of situation, it's kind of hard. But uh, because they just didn't know what they didn't know. Yeah. I mean, I was, ex- I was, ex- I mean, during that time, I was expecting it because it already happened earlier that week. Like, yeah, what happened, what well, we were there for a week. It happened that, it happened on Tuesday. And then we were there Friday. So, like, I was expecting it. But yeah. how it moved that night, I wasn't expecting it at all. But it was like, I was like, I was just, you know, stand still, calm, just looking around. And then, like, at that moment, the Holy Spirit just went in, in me. And then I just started speaking in tongues. And then I prayed. I actually spoke a word to him and another fellow um, student that was there. And I was like, huh. But, again, that yeah. next day, I was still kind of doubtful. Because, like, yeah. I thought it was just, like, at the moment, the Holy Spirit was moving. <laughs> that was an awesome night. It was, it was a good. It was good. And I want to I wanna, I wanna say... Uh, my opinion is, you know, well, not my opinion, but when we want a gift, like we usually want it too fast. You know, I want the gift of healing. I've been praying for a week now straight, you know, I, and how come I haven't been able to heal this person? You know, maybe you're not ready for it. Maybe there's something that you're not ready for because God knows everything. You're, you're our job and your job as viewers is to trust God, trust God a hundred percent because he knows everything. He doesn't think anything. He knows everything, you know? And uh, I actually have a little testimony on that also. Uh, earlier this week, actually. Um, well, not earlier this week, but you like a while back. It's been going on for a while, you know? I, would, I want to uh, have an angel come visit me. I'm like, God, I want an angel to come visit me. Why don't you just, you know, give me a word or something? I want to see something supernatural and everything. And then... Um, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> And uh, okay, anyways, you have one right in front of you, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) no, but um, he told me this week because recently I've been scared to go outside in the darkness or in the dark uh, at night because I don't know, there's just fear gets me, and you know, I'm always scared of someone watching me or something. I have that fear, but actually, you know, I'm over it now. But uh, he said, you know, if I send an angel to you, you know, that you're gonna you're going to, you know, poop your pants, you know, like it's going to scare you out of your mind. You're not ready for it. You know, that's, that's the word he gave me. You know, I was, he didn't say that, but you know, that's, that's what he, he told me. I'm like, Oh, that is so true. 
I am so not ready for an angel to come visit me. You know how scary that would be? I'd be like, you know, I, you know, sometimes we're just not ready. But, uh, but I do want to be ready. I want to be, you know, fearless in the Lord. You know, I, I always, I've been reminded of the armor of God recently a lot. You know, uh, when I'm studying, God always tells me, you know, put on the full armor of God. You know, you have armor, use it, you know, in the spiritual world. Yeah. And I think when we're afraid of something like afraid of the unknown, we can, we should stop and not be reactive. Patience. And we should, yeah, we should ask God for wisdom because Lord, what do you want to do right now? This feels bad. This feels wrong. Why does it feel wrong? And what should I do? And then just wait and listen. If you need to take yourself out of those situations, Maybe that's what you need to do, but don't run because of fear. Run because God told you to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, also, and like if if you are operating in something and somebody does not feel comfortable, like don't try to force them. That's true. And yeah, there was I was actually just forcing it. Right. Just wait. Wait for the Holy Spirit to do His thing, because God has given you a word. Maybe it's not a word for right now. Maybe mm-hmm. you need to treasure it up in your heart and be like, "Okay, God, I have this word." And I want to give it to them, but I know now is not the time. So I trust you to show me when the time is. I have a friend who got um, had like a poem, a, a word in, in the form of a poem for someone. Yeah. She didn't know who it was for. She kept it for a year and then finally gave it to someone. She's like, this person's new to church. I don't know if they know what a word is. I don't know if they know like this is something God does. But she just was obedient anyways, gave it to that person, and it really touched them. So... Those sorts of things happen as well. So just because somebody's not ready to receive it right now, don't be discouraged because we're all human. We're all going through our own things. Um, just be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and look for an opportunity that God wants to give it to them. Yeah. You have anything to add? No. All right. I think we're good with the questions. Uh, last question is, how can we tell our viewers, faithful viewers, that... Or how should we tell them to like find the gifts, figure out what they are? And we already touched on how to get there, but how do we figure out what gifts we have? So there's a lot on the internet, and I won't say that I agree with all of it, so I'm just putting that out there, disclaimer. Um, but if you know me, I have a spiritual gifts test that you can take if you want to. I will drop it in the description. That was the one I took. That's, that's not the one I make. Make some time if you're going to take this one. <laughs> at least an hour, I think. It took me at least 40 questions. And 144 questions. Yeah. yeah. If you're in Naples, though, come to the School of Ministries at New Hope Ministry. Amen. Because it is it is really good. They give you a lot of background information for all the gifts. So it's not like you're just taking a, gift or a spiritual gifts test and you're like, oh, well, what does this mean? I don't even know what this means. Um, they go through each gift and kind of get, like explain it in a little more detail so that you have a better understanding in addition to a whole bunch of other Bible knowledge that is really good. And yeah. uh, Alex is in it right now. I took it in 2018, 19, graduated in 2019. And it's it's blessed me and opened my eyes to so much, even though I thought I knew a lot. And I did. I knew a lot about the Bible. But just saturating yourself in the word makes a difference. Like taking the time to do that. I want to say I'm not even finished yet. And I know a lot of stuff I didn't know. So yeah. Yeah. God uses it for real, for real, for real. (laughs) Uh, Do you have anything to add to that? Nope. All right. Well, this has been reaching for the Bible.